I'm Sean Lukasik, and this is the Urban Corning Podcast. This week, Corning City Council voted unanimously to close Market Street and allow businesses, including restaurants and bars, to serve customers outdoors. After months struggling with low volume, providing takeout service, and wondering how to make ends meet, this change is a welcome one for the service industry. It coincides with New York State Phase 3, allowing restaurants to serve at 50% capacity indoors as well. But is this all enough to get our local businesses back on their feet? This week, we talk with Ellen and Michael Lanahan, co-owners at The Cellar, and Mike Sorge, who owns Sorge's Restaurant with his wife, Christine. Uh, And they give us a taste of what they've been through the past few months and how they hope to recover in the coming months. One of the things you'll hear is now that they're finally opening their doors again, it doesn't mean that they're out of the woods. These next few weeks are crucial to small businesses, and I hope you'll consider a trip to the Gaffer District soon to show your support. I'm Ellen Lanahan, co-owner of The Cellar. And I'm Michael Lanahan, Ellen's very lucky husband, also working at The Cellar here. I started by asking Ellen and Michael what the past few months have been like not being able to seat customers inside of their restaurant. Stressful and um, not great. This format for us is not sustainable, as we would say. To-go food just doesn't really work for our business very well. What it's done for our sales for us for the year, we're, we're... at about 40, 45% of our normal sales, which with our uh, uh, business model doesn't jive. You know, our rent's still the same. Our bills are still the same. Restaurants operate on very slim margins to begin with. And this is something that I've been hearing from a lot of restaurant owners uh, throughout the Gaffer District. It was a really strange and stressful experience also dealing with our staffing because our payroll is a very major expense for us. But in after that first night of to-go food and going, oh, wow, this is not good, um, having to lay off, we laid off the next day 26 people at that point because we had to come up with some kind of a plan of, you know, skeleton crew to figure out what we were going to be able to offer and what kind of a schedule we would have. And um, so, yeah, so laying off 26 people was a stressful, unexpected experience. While so many of us were trying to navigate life during coronavirus, trying to figure out, you know, how to spend more time at home and not travel and not go out as much, um, things just seemed to get even more intense and stressful uh, for so many business owners, including Ellen and Michael. We spent the first two and a half months going from our house to the restaurant and literally no place else. We are with our four-year-old with our, yeah, yeah. With our (laughs) child, our five-year-old and, you know, 
what produce do we have here at the restaurant that we'll eat at home? Okay, let's take those things. We have eggs, we have um, dairy, we have nuts and seeds and beans and all those things that we have here. Um, fortunately for us, we were able to cut out trips to the grocery store um, to try to, to curb any unnecessary time in the public because to us, we were always thinking, oh my gosh, if one of us gets sick, like we have to close the restaurant. And so how our days worked, it would, we would get here and one of us would do a little work that they had to do while the other one would play with our daughter. And then we'd swap a little bit and then we'd all have to hang out together. So it was yeah. really, it was interesting, the interesting dynamic of getting work done with a toddler and keeping them totally entertained and happy, which yeah. I'm sure anybody with children can totally understand that difficulty. So looking ahead and with the new resolution passed by Corning City Council to allow restaurants to serve their customers out on Market Street, Ellen and Michael are looking ahead to figure out how this new way of doing business will work for them. I think we're kind of excited about it. I personally think it's kind of exciting to have an outdoor dining area because that's not a common question that we get from people from out of town, but it is a question that comes up from time to time. So it's kind of interesting to be able to have that option for our guests moving forward. Um, and I think it's going to be really fun for our regulars who are so looking forward to coming out and being in a restaurant. I know we've spoken with so many people who are like, we're going to be there because we're excited to be able to go to a restaurant and eat something other than our own house. <laughs> The cellar, like lots of restaurants in the Gaffer District, is not set up to serve its customers outside, and it's going to be a big change for the owners, for the waitstaff, for the bartenders, and everyone involved in that process. And those little details will be partially planned for and partially we're going to have to learn as we go, I think. But I think everyone's up for the challenge, and, and our servers in particular, who've been off for three months, are excited to get to come back and and uh, get back to a little bit of normalcy. And for Michael, the head chef at the cellar, one of the unique challenges over the past couple of months has been trying to figure out what type of food people actually want to eat when they're ordering takeout as opposed to most often sitting down inside of his restaurant. Through trial and error, you know, over the past three months, you know, found that more simple food like fajitas, for example, we, we were very successful with fajitas, and then we added a, a burger on the menu, and that really took off really well. And it's just, I think, a lot of the food that uh, people want right now, it's kind of comfort food, right? Um, something that's a little nostalgic or just something that's really uh, brings you back to your childhood, or just something that you enjoy eating on a regular basis. I wondered if we could expect some of these changes to stick, you know, moving forward as the cellar and other restaurants start to reopen. I think that going forward, we've simplified some of our dishes, uh, made things a little more approachable, but uh, still sticking with our model of high quality ingredients and uh, utilizing local products as much as possible. 
And if all goes well, and hopefully tourism numbers start to pick up again here in the Southern Finger Lakes, Ellen and Michael are hopeful that maybe closing Market Street can be a thing that happens again in the future. Have fun this summer with the street being closed, and um, hopefully, and fingers crossed, maybe it'll become a regular summer thing. Who knows? In our next interview, you're going to hear some reoccurring themes. The businesses are not out of the woods, and they need your patronage as much as possible if you're in a position to do so. Sorge's has been on Market Street for approaching 70 years. That's seven zero years. And as you'll hear, they've gone through some times of adversity in the past, but the pandemic has made things exceptionally difficult. So uh, my name is Mike Sorge. Uh, I own Sorge's Restaurant, 68 West Market Street, along with my wife, Christine. Like we just heard from Ellen and Michael, Mike and his wife, Christine, had to make some snap decisions right away when the coronavirus outbreak first happened. So my wife and I made an agreement when the COVID virus uh, started appearing in New York State that once the virus uh, began to move in close to us, that we would, for our uh, health and safety and for the safety of our um, workers, our employees, uh, we made an agreement that we would close. So on March 28th, uh, we closed the restaurant completely. So they stayed closed for about four weeks. And when they finally reopened, it was only for takeout orders. But unfortunately, it's just not enough to in any way, shape or form make this business profitable. It's just, just not not going to happen. To-go has never been a big part of our business. Our customers have been been great with their support of the program, but it's it's just not the dollars that we need to make uh, this business profitable. So this phase three reopening in New York State um, and the vote by city council to allow restaurants to serve businesses outside on Market Street will be a big step in the right direction for Sorge's. Uh, we're excited, uh, but we've got some mixed, emotion, uh, mixed emotions. Uh, yes, we're going to be allowed to seat at 50%. Uh, I think we're going to end up with three, possibly four tables out front. This, this space is kind of limited. We have to do the distancing outside as well. So, yes, we'll have tables out front. We'll have 50% seating inside. Uh, so we're excited about that. Uh, it's certainly a step in the right direction. I have to emphasize that it's in the right direction. But a restaurant, still, uh, we can't be profitable seating at 50%. Uh, that's just, just the reality. And we're coming upon one of the most important seasons for business owners, especially for restaurant owners. Mid-June through Labor Day is critical to this industry. It's mainly uh, the period of time when we make our profit for the year. You know, the rest of the year we, we, we do pretty well. But the icing on the cake, if you will, is during that period from mid-June through the end of uh, through after Labor Day. So this time is critical. And for a business that's been around as long as Sorge's, Mike knows that it's not only about looking to the coming weeks, it's really looking ahead and trying to predict where things will be in the coming months and the coming years. Uh, June 5th of 2021, we will celebrate our 70th anniversary here on Market Street. I've been here 47. It's, uh, it's going to be a pretty scary uh, 2021, I'm afraid. And that's, 
that's really what concerns me the most right now is is the future. Hopefully, um, by mid-July, we'll be able to, uh, God willing, and the, gov- and the governor saying, okay, we'll be able to see it 100%. I'm not. I'm not real confident of that. that I, I'll be surprised if that happens. Pleasantly surprised, but surprised if that happens. Uh, but it only leaves us about six weeks to really um, do what we got to do, and it's going to be a stretch. And like I mentioned before, uh, any business that's been around for seven decades uh, has gone through its share of adversity. But this still seems so different from what they've gone through in the past. The thing that's different compared to um, the flood of 72 and even the devastating fire that we sustained in 2008. Um, the thing that's different about it is that during the flood of 72, it was certainly it was a, it was a rebuild, but there was um, there was an effort through Mark Street Restoration, Corning Incorporated and other organizations to, to bring us back uh, in a, in a fairly, um, a reasonable time, and it was a catalyst for change on Market Street and the Corning area in particular that was that was needed, and um, positioned us to to be the kind of downtown that we are right now. But Mike is hopeful this time around that those connections between the different agencies, our local government, and representatives um, will help to create a positive change and put us in the right direction coming out of this pandemic. Our fire in 2008, and I've said this to many people, if that fire had taken place in any other community but Corning, Market Street, uh, I would not have been able to come back. There were certain things that were critical uh, to the financial piece, uh, Main Street grants, uh, historic tax credits, uh, a, you know, a huge amount of support from our community that made, um, made it possible. The thing that's different now is that if you were to come down to Market Street, the average tourist or resident comes down to Market Street, everything looks fine. Uh, what you can't see is into uh, shop uh, shop operators and restaurateurs. You can't see into the checkbooks. And right now, it's pretty scary in there. So I asked Mike if he had any messages that he wanted to share either to his own customers or to those who might have the means to come down and support our businesses here in the Gaffer District. More so than ever, we need this community support like never before. This this time is unprecedented. My feeling is, if, if this community is if this community is survive, and if Market Street is survive, we all have to work together. Uh, we have to shop local. We have to spend local. And really, when does community service taste as good as it does when you're heading out to support a business like Sorge's? What we focus on is Italian, certainly. And our homemade pastas, um, it's difficult to go to any other restaurant, certainly in the Southern Tier, and find the selection of homemade pasta that we serve here at Sorge's. Our homemade spaghetti, raviolis, cavatelli, fettuccine, lasagna, the list goes on. But in addition to that, we've got a, we've got a great selection of seafood, steaks, uh, sandwiches, salads. We look forward to uh, getting all our sales in the wind and moving forward. And uh, with the support of our local customers and all the organizations that work to make our Corning area what it is, we'll get there. Just going to take some time.
Well, if there's anything that I learned from doing this episode of the Urban Corning Podcast, it's that Mike Sorge can read the list of fresh pasta from Sorge's to me anytime, and I will definitely be happy. And um, all kidding aside, I really can't wait to get to Sorge's, uh, to get to the cellar, um, to get to so many of my favorite restaurants and bars and shops, retail spaces, um, and places on Market Street that I just haven't been able to go recently. And I'm excited that the street is now closed and inviting a lot of pedestrian traffic. And um, and I'm looking forward to what that will mean for our local business community moving forward. And as I've said all along, just because the businesses are reopened now does not mean that they're out of the woods. It doesn't mean that they've made it all the way through. They need your support now more than ever. So I hope you're listening to this podcast uh, on your drive to downtown Corning to support our local businesses. Um, And I want to thank you again for listening. You can download uh, any future episodes from our website at urbancorning.com. Share the link with your friends and uh, check us out on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Urban Corning. Thanks very much.